snow. Come on, where is it? Dave, it's your Idaho Central app here. Any chance you're missing a debit card? Let's get that taken care of for you. With ICCU's card control, you can turn any card off with the tap of your finger. You've got it. And back on again. Ow, 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 ow. The closest Idaho Central Credit Union branch is in your pocket. Ooh, the gym. Mold stomping grounds. <laughs> Hank Patterson, fly fishing guide. Riley Smith, tight end. Yeah, I appreciate that. Hey, you wouldn't happen to be the kicker. No, tight end. Again, thank you. I'm looking for a kicker for Lithia Ford's fall kickoff sale. But you're not the kicker. No. Yeah. Now nah, the kicker's probably taller and in a lot better shape. So, okay. What uh, position do you play? Tight end. Squats. Yeah. Try it sometime. RowPaint.com, the official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics, is going all-in this season with an all-star lineup. First up, he led the Broncos to three conference championships and ten 20-win seasons. It's Coach Leon Rice. Next, he's the founder and CEO of RowPaint.com. He played a little basketball in high school on the driveway with his mom. It's Andy Rowe. Want to just paint my house? Now that I can do. When I want Boise State to win, I trust Coach Rice to lead the Broncos to victory. And when I want the best painting and garage floor coating, I trust RowPaint.com to get that job done right. is Bronco Nation News Live. The best interviews, the most informed opinions, the latest breaking news, all from the top Boise State insiders. Today's broadcast is coming from the Cutwater Spirits Can Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of pre-mixed premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Can Cocktails is perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Now, here's four-time NSMA Idaho Sports Writer of the Year, B.J. Rains, with another edition of Bronco Nation News Live. And happy Thursday to you. I said I would do it on yesterday's show. My New Year's resolution, Mike Prater. I don't know what yours were, but I already hit mine. I said I was going to update the intro video and get the, the current coach raising the trophy. And uh, it was done. So my year is in the books. I, I uh, forget the weight loss, forget everything else. I hit my New Year's resolution on January 3rd, and I'm good to go. How are we doing, Mike? Just typical. A typical dude by January 3rd, he's already done with New Year's resolutions. At least you got something done. I haven't even checked off a single one yet, but uh, I'll work on that. 
Yeah, well, uh, I told people because uh, uh, I was uh, just just had a lot going on. I think I've been in Boise literally for like three days and almost the last month, Mike, with the bowl game, uh, being gone for a week and then going to Washington State and then uh, going to visit my uh, family and just a lot going on. So I have been uh, not in Boise very often. I'm actually still in St. Louis for today, but I am flying uh, to San Jose this afternoon. We'll have the basketball game tomorrow. Full coverage of that on BNN. And then finally, get back to Saturday. Get back to Boise on Saturday, just in time for our our BNN uh, yearly event that I'm looking forward to. But uh, I, I said I would get it done, and yes, we now have uh, Spencer Danielson. We now have uh, a couple different references to some of the newer shows. And I didn't tell anybody this, but the real reason I had to redo it is because Mike Prater threatened to quit uh, <laughs> because uh, apparently didn't have enough Mike Prater references in the video. But uh, we uh, we're at three now, so we're at three. Is that good enough for you? It, it almost matches what was promised in my contract. I thought I was a promise like five appearances in the promo, but yeah, my ego feels a lot better with three. Thank you very much. <laughs> I need to go back and count you and Johnny and Tuss and see, yeah, make sure it's all even now. I didn't even think about that, but uh, uh, yeah, we, we were a little short change on Mike Prater. We had about three Kent riddles. We got to even that out a little bit. So I think we're close to, I think we're close to even now, Mike. And uh, we uh, are, I can, that's uh, not, it's not perfect, but it's one thing I can check off my list, at least for now that we have uh Spencer Danielson raising the Mountain West Trophy uh, at the end. The only problem is uh, Taylor Green's in the background of the video, and there's really no way around that, and he's no longer on the team. But uh, Spencer Danielson holding the trophy, and when we finally did get – I can at least feel like I did something over the last two weeks because uh, we got that got that video done. But we're back. It's a new year. I know you guys are back rocking and rolling on Idaho Sports Talk. And uh, not to steal all the uh, show prep and show work and thunder from your guys' show, but uh, we were doing our little pre-show meeting here, which let me tell you, folks, it is uh, – exhausting time-consuming pre-show <laughs> meeting here at Bronco Nation News we, we get up I make Mike Prater wake up extra early just to do that but we uh thought we should discuss the, the transfer portal we talked a little bit about it yesterday with Johnny and I and the fact that they kind of survived that I know you guys are going to talk about it on Idaho Sports Talk as well but you look at uh, some of these numbers around the country and schools and how many they're losing guys and other than Taylor Green I, I literally can't think of one guy I mean you had a couple of guys that had left earlier during the season but in terms of after the season uh, you know, you lost Taylor Green, and, and even since the bowl game, we expected there to be a few more. I don't know if there's been one that I'm that I'm forgetting. Uh, so we'll talk about the the lack of movement in the transfer portal for Boise State, which could be a good thing, but also a bad thing, Mike Brader, because you look at what they did last year, eight and six, you know, the record, and there's not going to be a ton of room to add a lot of guys via the transfer portal as well. So you're you're running this thing back with largely the same roster. Um, I, I do think we expect a quarterback addition at some point, but again. That can come after spring ball as well. You still have another week or two. I mean, I know school starts on Monday, so you at least have a week for that. By the way, my understanding, Mike, is they do have some official visitors coming in town this weekend. So uh, don't exactly know if that's a quarterback or what positions. Are we talking transfers, high school? But there is an open weekend this weekend, and there are some uh, official visitors scheduled to be in town for the football team. So they are working. Fans are, I know, a little nervous, a little anxious. What What's Spencer Danielson doing? Why haven't they added anybody? You know, what, the lack of – are they really going to go into next season with Maddox Madsen and C.J. Tiller? Um, it, it's it's January 4th. You know, the, the first game is August 31st or whatever it is. I think there's a little patience needed with some of that. So we'll uh, we'll certainly get into that and talk about that a little bit. But I'm uh, going to start with basketball, Mike Prater. I, I, I know Mountain West play has already arrived because I have three fan bases pissed off at me on uh, on day two. But, uh, you know, you, you, uh, we had San Diego State with a nice win last night. We saw the Colorado State New Mexico game the other night. Boise State had that first bye. So they'll be, you know, one of the last teams to play a, a conference game on Friday. Um, you had said, you know, you really weren't worried about non-conference play or you weren't worried about this team, you know, making the tournament and you, you, you felt pretty good about it, even as, you know, as recent as a week or two ago, 
Uh, obviously, this Mountain West looks very talent, very, very tough, very talented. There's going to be a lot of opportunities for for big wins, which I think will help them. Um, you know, they don't have the the bad loss yet. All four of their losses are respectable, but they don't necessarily have the the big wins either. Um, where where are you? I guess at this point on on the basketball team heading into conference play. Yeah, I've probably softened just a little bit, and it probably has really nothing to do with Boise State and everything to do with the rise of the Mountain West. And, you know, you follow the Mountain West a lot better than, than I do, but I certainly expected the Mountain West to be good this year, and right now they might be a little bit better than good. And I think it's pretty safe to say that on paper, which is really soft and fragile at this point of the season, Boise State might be the fourth or fifth best team in this conference because the, the conference really is good. I think it's a good problem to have, as you just said, in terms of opportunities to win big games. First one, Tuesday night, Colorado State here in town. And I would expect Boise State to win that kind of game. Those are the kind of games that Leon Rice can win. He, he certainly has lost plenty of big games like that at home as well, but I think the MO for him lately is to win these big games, and I think this team can be competitive. So I, I kind of like what Boise State is doing. I, I like the rise of Omar Stanley. I like what Tyson Degenhardt's doing. Abo is certainly playing great basketball right now. So I think Boise State basketball is doing what it has to do. Maybe the Mountain West basketball teams have done just a little bit more. Shout out, by the way, to our title sponsor at Bronco Nation News, RowPaint.com. Mike and I are both sporting the uh, the RowPaint.com uh, hats here. Looking forward, uh, Mike. Uh, Andy Rowe will be in attendance on Saturday. Looking forward to seeing him and his wife as well. We're going to have uh, some fun, a little BNN uh, company event on Saturday. And uh, uh, looking forward to seeing Andy Rowe. And again, thanks to RowPaint.com, our title sponsor. Check them out, ROEPaint.com for all your painting needs. And Mike, I mean, yeah, as I said, in the, in, in the last couple of years, you, you know, Boise State, they won the Mountain West two years ago. I understand that they got the automatic bid, but they would have been an at-large bid two years ago as well. You know, they lost to Cal State Bakersfield that year, who was 276th in the, in the metrics. They lost to UC Irvine, who was 133rd. Last year, they lost to South Dakota State in the season opener. Uh, they lost to, you know, who was 160-something. They lost to Charlotte, you know, and scored 12 points in the first half. In, a, in an ugly, horrible game, you know, and they're one and two last year, and they still overcame that to make a to get an at-large bid to the tournament. So you look at this year's schedule; you have four losses already, but the worst loss is to number sixty-six, Washington State. So I, I saw somebody on Twitter, and I think I said this last week on the show, but it's a lot easier to eliminate. You can eliminate yourself a lot quicker with a bad loss then you can like put yourself in with the good wins. And so Boise State has kind of done what they needed to do, so to speak. They have avoided the bad loss, uh, but you would have liked to maybe have seen them get one or two more of those games in the non-conference portion of the schedule. Uh, it's going to really come down to the scheduling philosophies of these different teams, Mike Prater, and and uh, what ends up happening. Boise State certainly challenged themselves in the non-conference, ended up with another loss or two compared to some of these teams. But you look at like a Utah State type of team that a lot of people are really liking right now, and they're 13-1. and one, But, I mean, they played a ton of teams, and even Nevada. I mean, I give Nevada – Nevada, you know, did have a nice win uh, against TCU, and they were ranked, uh, I think, 33rd at Ken Palm at the time. They've got a, a win against uh, Weber State, who's 98. They did go to Washington and beat them, who's number 48. But you look at a lot of the wins on Nevada's schedule. Sacramento State, 305th. Pacific, 345th. Portland, 262nd. Uh, you got, uh, you know, Fresno Pacific unranked. Temple, 208th. I mean, UC Davis, 179. So uh, there's a lot of love for Nevada right now, and rightfully so, because they're 13-1. and one. But if you reverse the schedules, Boise State and Nevada, I think the records are probably about the same, you know, reverse. So I just uh, – I was getting into it, as I jokingly said, with some of the fan bases. My, my big point is I just think it's too early to really know 
who's the better team when you when you put a lot of these teams together, Mike? The the New Mexico, Nevada, Utah State, and Boise State's of the world. I think we all believe Colorado State looks like they're legit. San Diego State, I think we feel like legit. But I think that three through six, until we start getting some common games in here, when you have a lot of teams just racking up big home wins and and helping their computer metrics, and then it's a team like Boise State going to challenge themselves, I just don't think we really know which which way you know which which path is going to work out to be better, and maybe we won't know till Selection Sunday, and also which which team is better. The computer metrics don't love Boise State right now. They do like some of these other teams, but that's kind of because of a flawed system. They're they're beating up on teams that are 300 plus and they're beating them by 40 and moving up 20 spots in the rankings while Boise State loses, you know, by five points to a Washington State and, you know, and gets penalized. So um, I, I guess we'll find out, you know, here down the road, you know, and, and again, you mentioned Colorado State Tuesday. Then they go to Nevada right away on Friday. And then uh, you got, you know, San Diego State the week after that. So, I mean, we're going to find out pretty quickly where Boise State does fit into all this conference race. Yeah, and I kind of worry about – I mean, that's a really good breakdown, but I kind of worry about the history as well. And if I remember right, the last two years, the Mountain West has put four teams into the NCAA tournament. Was that is that correct? It sounds obviously, right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, obviously San Diego State went on that deep run last year, but – I think two years ago they went 0 for 4 right off the bat. Last year, everybody lost right off the bat except for San Diego State that went on that nice little run. So four teams into the NCAA tournament the last two years. That's kind of the the average. for That's kind of the expectation and the standard for the Mountain West right now. If they could get four in, that's pretty cool. And Boise State right now probably six, fifth or sixth. They're certainly outside that, that four-team bubble. So there's a lot of work to be done here in terms of just trying to get to the NCAA tournament. I think there's some opportunities. There's some ways to take care of it. And I think Boise State's going to win some big games. Boise State's also going to lose some big games. They just have to figure out a way to get into the top four. And right now that top four looks really, 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 really tight. So we'll see how it all shakes out. But Boise State to me is taken just in terms of the community vibe. I mean, do we really – if Boise State maybe had won a couple bigger games early on in this season, I think the buzz for Tuesday night's game against Colorado State would be massive, almost like sellout-type massive game. And I don't feel that kind of buzz right now for this game. Maybe if Boise State wins on at San Jose State tomorrow night and takes care of business, comes back and and gets that set up, Colorado State maybe maybe they'll get ten thousand, fifteen or twelve thousand people in there. But we'll we'll see. I, I think this community is sitting back on its heels just a little bit, waiting to see what this super team is going to do with Leon Rice. Obviously, it's not a super team, but it's a really really good team. I think there's a lot of potential, and I can't wait to see what they do over these next couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, they had 10,900 or something at the Utah Valley game. I mean, that third deck, I know they had the marketing deals, the $5 tickets, whatever, but the third deck, I mean, that was as large of a crowd as I've seen for a non-conference game when it's not Oregon or somebody like that in a long time. They, they packed that place. Uh, I think they announced 10,900 against Utah Valley. So, um, I mean, even coming off the Christmas break, coming off the loss to Washington State, they had a really, really nice crowd. So I would suspect – it'll be a sellout or very close to it against Colorado State. I think maybe there's not a ton of buzz because everybody bought their tickets already. I don't know. But um, I, I, uh, I, I, you know, and it, and it gets closer to Tuesday. I think that increases a little bit. I do agree with you. Um, I, there, you know, you got the San Diego State game, which is a national CBS game on a Saturday at 11 a.m. in a couple of weeks. I think there'll obviously be some big buzz towards that. But uh, the, the big thing I said yesterday, Mike, is, you know, they don't have any bad losses yet. So, that's really kind of what they have to continue doing. Like you, the, the, the San Jose states of the world, like those have to be wins. The, yes. the, the, bo the bottom four or five teams in the league, you have to pretty much sweep and then kind of hold your own against the, the top half. And if you're, you know, 22 and 10 or whatever on selection Sunday, but you have no bad losses and you got to win over San Diego state and Colorado state and a couple of these in there. I mean, you, 
there's no reason that they you, you can't get in. I mean, um, you can't get into the tournament. And I do think, Mike, it seems like a lot of people around the conference, uh, I don't want to say have already given up on Boise State, but it does seem like at least in the fan bases and a lot of the talk around the conference is uh, Boise State's really not not in the conversation right now. And you can say rightfully so. They're, they're sixth in the computer metrics, whatever. But I think Boise State, with all the games they still have left against these top teams, uh, when it's all said and done, the computer numbers are going to be there if they do what they need to do and win some of these games. Um, but I, I feel like they're all of a sudden kind of the the underdog again, and kind of folks have written them off a little bit, and it just seems way too early for a Leon Rice team to be written off. And maybe that's just the folks I see on social media and things like that. But anytime I'm seeing breakdowns of the Mountain West, they're, they're not even included sometimes. Then the fan bases, I think, are already kind of, you know. And again, I get it. If you're a Utah State fan or a Nevada fan and you're 13-1, and one, yeah, you're thinking you're on top of the world. But again, when, you know, Boise State played eight teams in the non-conference that were in the top 90 of the rankings, Mike Prater, eight of their 13 non-conference games were top 90 opponents. You go look at like a Nevada, they only played three in the top 130 or whatever. So, I mean, I just don't feel like the schedule, there's such disparity right now that we don't know who's better, Nevada or Boise State. And, and I guess we'll find out next Friday, but Reno, it's in Reno. So, I mean, I would suspect that's a game maybe Boise State loses in Reno and we'll, we'll find out. But Boise State does have an opportunity here. You win tomorrow night, make a little bit of an early statement. You're 1-0. And then I think the, the Colorado State game, which we'll talk about next week, but, I mean, I think Tuesday night you got a chance to um, throw that first early, I don't want to say haymaker, but, you know, kind of remind folks around the league, like, yeah, we're, we lost a couple games in non-conference, but we're, we're, we're every bit as good as everybody thought we were going to be, and we're going to prove that in conference play. And um, the home games are super important because you can't expect to go to Viejas Arena and win and go to the pit and win and some of these road venues. Boise State tied for first or second right now for the longest home court winning streak in, in America. You can merit that all you want in terms of the, the competition they've played, but either way, I mean, and I think Oral Roberts plays a tough game like the night before. So Boise state could go into that game with the longest home court winning streak in America. You got, that's got to hold serve. You got to win a lot of these home games, I think. And so I would say hold serve as much as you can at home, beat the bottom, you know, crappy teams in the league and, and see where the numbers play out at the end of the year. And, and, and I know it's just one game, but if you physically look at the standings right now, San Jose State's at the bottom. They're not a crappy team. They just lost to, in Laramie by, I think, a couple of points. Buzzer one beer. Basket. Buzzer beer. Yes. Yeah, they were winning by 17 and blew it and lost at the buzzer. That, to me, you know, Colorado State, you know, and now I'm sounding like a coach. And, you know, you're sounding like a PR guy and I'm sounding like a coach. But Boise State certainly has to win at San Jose State tomorrow night. That, to me, that is vitally important. It is hugely important. You can't you can't lose that game. It's the vibe with the team. It's the psychological impact, the mental strength of this team. It's the connection with this community. And knowing if you lose that game on Friday night, go one zero and one in Mountain West play, and then you have that Colorado State game. What if all of a sudden this team starts off zero and two in the Mountain West? That's not like it's a big hole that you can't climb out of. And again, I fully expect Boise State to compete and be in the mix when it comes to the, the tournament and March and, and be a competitor. I don't think they're going to be the, the most dominant competitive team in the Mountain West Conference, but I think that they're going to play a big, big role in this game but to, or in this conference. But the game tomorrow is yeah. so huge. You cannot yeah. lose to San Jose State. BJ, tell me, how, is there any way, I mean, based on what San Jose State does, that they win this basketball game and put Boise State 0-1 in the conference? Well, I will say this. Uh, you look at the Ken Palm projections, which I know is Mike Prater's favorite thing in the world, um, <laughs> but it, it, it is more of a predictive thing. So it is better at predicting the future and future games. It's not you know necessary to look backwards at. What Ken Palm does is project the future and look at how a team has played, how the team they're playing has played, what their strengths are, weaknesses, and it's only got Boise State winning by six. So they expect at least a competitive game tomorrow night and, and not some game where Boise State 
State's going to roll over, you know, win by 25 or whatever and have San Jose State roll over. They expect the, the computer would say both these teams going into this one as a six-point Boise State win. Um, I will say in Boise State's favor, Mike Prater, is they lost at San Jose last year. It was at late in the season game, right before they were playing San Diego right. State. They had just beaten New Mexico. It was kind of a weird trap game. As you know, there's 50 fans there. It's a crappy building. Um, it is what it is. Um, and I know there's some new players on this team, but I don't. I, I think Max Rice, who missed a, a late floater there in that one that, that they didn't win the game, and then you know Tyson Degenhart, Abo. I think these guys are, you know, raring to go on Friday night. I, I would suspect that they play really well. I'd be I'd be stunned if they lose this game. I just think the fact if this were some weird sandwich game in February, you say maybe, but your first conference game, your new year, first game, and you lost to them last year. I think there'll be plenty of motivation, plenty of focus in this game. I would suspect Boise State to come out really and really play well. And I, yeah, I mean there's no like you know, should win this game, or whatever. This is a must win. You want to make the NCAA tournament, Mike Prater, these are the must win games you have to win. Because like I said, the one thing in Boise State's favor right now is they don't have that bad loss yet. All their losses are respectable losses. And when they put bad losses on the screen, they don't have any right now. And and if you can keep that the case and only lose to the top teams in the league that's going to certainly keep you in that mix, I think. But once you lose a game like this, or if you lose to Fresno State in two weeks or some of these games, then all of a sudden the picture definitely changes and it's going to be hard to overcome. And so, uh, yeah, I hate to say on January 4th it's a must-win game, but you have to win tomorrow night's game. You have to beat Fresno State. You have to beat Air Force, Wyoming, these teams at the bottom of the league. You have to go 7-0, 8-0, whatever it is against them. And then, like I said, try to hold your own against the, the big boys. But uh, I, I know, Mike, we've all been in football mode, and, and maybe everybody hasn't dissected every second of every game with this team. But, um, you know, Omar Stanley, back-to-back 20-point games. Uh, we've seen Cam Martin last game. He came on, uh, I believe, had double figures in scoring as well. Um, Roddy Anderson, I know, has been up and down, had some some nice moments in the Washington State game, uh, driving to the hoop and stuff. Um, but overall, I guess, with some of the newcomers, Andrew Meadow, uh, is at times showing some flashes. Uh, Keen is getting out there a little bit, but really hasn't played much lately. Um, where are you, I guess, just on, on the, the, the roster and the players and any direction you want to go with things you're liking, not liking about uh, the roster? Well, I certainly love the emergence of Omar Stanley, and I, I love the, the direction he's going. And I think he could be the biggest surprise of this entire basketball season, this entire basketball roster in terms of the way he plays. I think he's a dynamic player. That, uh, that can be a fan favorite. And, you know, we all know that Boise State, I mean, you know, Tyson and, and Max and Ubo, you know, there, there's 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 fan favorites all over the place. And if you could throw in Omar Stanley and kind of what he contributes, not only inside but outside, uh, I, I really like that one an awful lot. So I'm really keep keeping a close, close eye on him. I just wanted to go back real quick to the schedule and how this thing breaks down. And we talked about, you know, what, five, maybe six losses at the most Boise State can handle in Mountain West play to, to build their NCAA tournament resume. Well, if they're sitting – four, five, or six right now in the standings with four or five teams in front of them. Every time you lose to a San Jose State, that means you have to go on the road and win one of those games against the top five. So yep. that to me is like a zero margin for error. If they lose to San Jose State, you got to go to Colorado State and win on the road or San Diego State on the road or somebody yep. else on the road. And that's a bad, bad, bad look. So that's really how important this is tomorrow as Boise State continues to climb up the ladder. But uh, yeah, Omar Stanley, I, I like this roster. And again, all the angst that we've talked about with Boise State basketball really has nothing to do with what they've done. I think that they've done a decent job. If you said at this point in the season, Boise State's going to be here with these wins and these losses and in this position, and they seem like they're healthy, they seem like they're getting better all the time. I think Boise State basketball has done a nice job, but have they done enough to compete in the Mountain West? 
we're going to start finding out tomorrow night. And wouldn't, I mean, you think about your show on Wednesday, um, Wednesday morning, if, if Boise state wins against San Jose and then if Boise state beats Colorado state on Tuesday, I think people wake up Wednesday morning and it's a completely different narrative about this team. I mean, it's okay. Yeah. They challenge themselves with a tough non-con, but uh, obviously they were battle tested and it proved it last night and showed it. And, and uh, they're two and zero undefeated Mountain West play would probably be the, the biggest win, I guess, to date, maybe in the conference to, to beat a top 15 ranked team. And I think that the narrative would be like, okay, well, we can, we can relax. Boise state's fine. They're, they're, they're good. We like, we thought, you know, um, and if you lose, I don't think you're saying the season's over by any means. It's a, you lost to the team ranked 10th in the Associated Press poll. But like we talked about, the home games are going to be so important. And you mentioned if you lose to San Jose, you got to pick one off somewhere else. I think somebody put it on the show yesterday. The math was uh, you got to go 8 0 against the bottom feeders and then 5 and 5 against the other five, you know, teams in the league. And so that gets you at 13 and five, which would go, you'd go, you'd go into the mountain West tournament at 22 and nine. Uh, and I think that if you're, you know, you lose a game in the mountain West tournament, you win again, you're, you're 23 and 10 on selection Sunday, but you've got wins over uh, San Diego state at home and a Colorado state or a Nevada. And you can, um, you know, don't have any bad losses on your schedule. I mean, I, there is a still, there's still a manageable path for Boise state to make the NCAA tournament. Would you have, you know, the Washington state game is the one game I think where if you could have gotten that one, yeah, you'd be on an eight or nine game winning streak right now and feeling a lot better about things. And that one kind of slipped away. Um, they just couldn't make this, just couldn't hit a shot. Max Rice and Tyson Degenhardt five for 25 from the field in that one. And, and that happens. But again, that happened against the number 66 ranked team, not the 266 team. So um, we'll see what happens. I, 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 you know, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. They, they, they're not in a great position. And they, they, it's, it's, you know, they're going to, as you said, they've got their work cut out for them in conference play, but because the conference is so good, there's a lot of opportunities out there where they go win some of these games and, and all of a sudden it's a, it's a different story. So I think the next week is huge. Um, even counting the Reno game on Friday. I mean, if there was some way I'm not expecting them to win in Reno, I just think it's going to be tough for them. It's the fir yeah. first, first real conference road game. I don't really count San Jose with 20 people in the stands um, and New Mexico and, 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 you know, Reno's a, Nevada's proven to be a good team. Uh, with that said, and you think, as you said, you'd be 0-2 in conference. Well, you don't want to be 0-3, you know, in, with Reno. And then the next week, you got UNLV and San Diego State back-to-back. -back. So, I mean, there's really no gimmies, uh, not a lot of uh, easy stretches in this conference. It, it's maybe one or two, and then you're right back into another gauntlet of three or four tough games. So, big week for the basketball team. And, and uh, again, I, I agree with you. Expect the team to play well uh, against San Jose State. That'll be tomorrow night. I believe it's uh, – 8.30 Mountain Time on Fox Sports 1. Obviously, Bob and Abe will have it on 6.70 KBOI. We'll have our pregame coverage live from the uh, – I don't know what they call it. Some sort of credit union <laughs> arena uh, nowadays. Uh, confirmed with San Jose State. They'll be giving us an Ethernet line, so we should have nice, good signal. And we'll have uh, live pregame, postgame shows as well on Bronco Nation News. As I said, I'll be uh, flying out to San Jose this afternoon, and we'll have uh, full coverage uh, all day uh, tomorrow and then pre- and postgame shows. Boise State starting conference play. Uh, against uh, San Jose State tomorrow night. Let's take a quick 90-second timeout, Mike Prater, and then let's talk a little football a little bit uh, as we uh, talk about this transfer portal and uh, wrap this up. But uh, football team so far has done really, really well. Still waiting on one assistant coach hire as well. We'll talk uh, a little football before we get out of here back in 90 seconds on Bronco Nation News. All Bronco Nation news broadcasts come from the Cutwater Spirits Canned Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of premixed premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Spirits, perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Our title sponsor is RowPaint.com. For all your commercial, industrial, residential painting needs, check out RowPaint.com. 
Don't forget about their concrete coatings. Transform that ugly concrete slab on your back patio in your garage in just one day. Contact rowpaint.com for a free estimate today. The official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics and our title sponsor at Bronco Nation News is rowpaint.com. Idaho Central Credit Union has been helping members achieve financial success for more than 80 years. There's an ICCU branch on almost every corner, but the closest is in your pocket with free e-branch mobile and online banking. See why more than 500,000 members love ICCU and join one in four Idahoans by making the switch today at ICCU.com. Since 1984, Ridley's Family Markets has prided itself on being a hometown food and drug store that employed value members of the local community. Ridley's Family Markets has 13 locations in the state of Idaho and many more in the surrounding states. Download the new Ridley's app to your smartphone, get savings up to 40% off at the checkout line, and find a location near you at shopridleys.com. Former Bronco Matt Bauscher is once again the number one ranked realtor in the Treasure Valley. No home is too big or too small for Matt and his team. Let them fulfill all your real estate needs at BauscherRealEstate.com. My comments uh, still flying in here, but uh, we are going to switch to football. We appreciate all the comments. So, but uh, Jordan did say, uh, based on Mountain West home history, Mike Prater, uh, only last year's San Diego State game would be a better win than Tuesday versus Colorado State in Mountain West home game history. Uh, we'd have to look at the net rankings and all that stuff. But uh, this is, at least on paper, one of the better teams uh, in Mountain West history to come into Extra Mile Arena on, on Tuesday night. And obviously you can say what ended up happening with San Diego State going to the championship and all that. But on paper, when they come into town, uh, Tuesday is certainly going to be not going to be a, an easy game. Uh, we, we talk in football, though, Mike, and uh, the transfer portal. I know you guys are going to hit on this today on Idaho Sports Talk, but um, Talon Green left right after the season. You obviously had a couple during the season with Keenan McCaddy. You had Cheese right, you know, right after there. And then you had, obviously, McAllister. Um, and maybe there's one or two more that I'm, I'm not remembering. But in terms of after the bowl game, when we expected some guys to leave, after the championship game, when we expected more guys to leave, Taylor Green, that's it. I mean, uh, they, they, for better or for worse, they're, they're running this thing back with largely the same roster next season. Good or bad, excuse me, for good or bad, that's exactly what Jeremiah Dickey envisioned when he hired Spencer Danielson. And the key words, the buzzwords, as you know, leading up to the entire hire was roster retention. So I don't think that they were really looking into the future. I don't think that they were looking uh, beyond trying to keep this roster together. Down there at Boise State, and I know this roster's got some issues, and we'll spend the entire offseason picking it apart. But I think it's still a pretty good roster, and their entire job, their entire priority the last month was to keep this roster together, and I think it's mission accomplished. So the transfer portal closed at midnight, what, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, whatever it was. Boise State players cannot go into the transfer portal until after spring ball now. I think that is somewhere in April is the date. I don't know the exact opening. but So Boise State survived this crazy onslaught when we thought, okay, they fired Andy Avalos, things are going poorly, and all of a sudden the exodus is going to be insane. I think they came through this with flying colors, which is really indicative of what this entire program has done. Boise State's never been really damaged by the transfer portal. Yeah, EMAC and Taylor Green were big losses, really big losses, but we'll see how it shakes out. And if that's the only losses that they have, and I'll care about those other guys, then I think that they came through pretty good. So you're seeing like Alabama losing 20 and other teams losing 15 and double digits constantly. And I know that those are good programs with massive amounts of talent. You can only play. 22 players at a time. So there is some, some, some roster management there, but Boise state's done a great job. And I think the biggest part, not only because of what Boise state's doing down there. And we see this with the Idaho steelheads. We see this with everybody here that comes into Boise to compete. 
I think it, a lot of it has to do with just the community, the city of Boise. People like to live here. Once they get here, they don't want to leave, BJ. By the way, I want to mention before I forget, tonight at 8 o'clock is the final episode of uh, Ball Talk with Sanford and Johnny. So uh, 8 o'clock tonight, Mike Sanford, John Mallory, they'll discuss the portal, the semifinal games the other day, uh, wrapping up Boise State's bowl game. Uh, I'm really excited and glad that we made that show work this year. Sanford and Johnny, uh, it was great stuff getting Mike Sanford involved in Ball Talk. And uh, the final episode of Ball Talk, 8 o'clock tonight. Make sure you're watching on Bronco Nation News. And, and, you know, I mentioned for better or for worse, Mike Prater, but yeah, I mean, you know, they don't have a lot of spots. I mean, we'll have to get the exact math figured out, but um, if you just do a quick look at the roster of who's expected to come back, who's leaving, I mean, I think they're over the limit already, or at least right at the limit. So these people thinking, oh, they need impact additions at wide receiver, linebacker, you know, D-line, uh, go get another O-lineman to replace Beresford. And uh, I mean, I do, I think we are safe in saying they're going to add a quarterback at some point. I think you have to. But I don't think Mike Prater, as we said at the beginning of the show, like this is going to be some massive, you know, oh, they're going to add seven impact guys in the transfer portal. Like, I don't know if they have the space right now unless they have some tough conversations with some guys after spring ball and and say, uh, you know, hey, we need we need that spot. Um, you're not going to play here. Good luck. Go find somewhere else. Um, and maybe that happens for one or two. And, and a guy or two always leaves after spring ball. They see where they are on the depth chart. But again, I don't think you're expecting 10 guys to leave after spring ball. So, um three, you know, maybe two, three, four, I mean, in terms of portal additions, because those can still happen. As we said, the portal is closed. You can't enter the portal, but if you did enter the portal, you can sign with a new school at any point. So Boise State is having some visitors this weekend. I would expect maybe somebody is a, a, a you know, portal member there, but, um, you know, a guy could, you know, they could still add some guys, Mike, but I don't think it's going to be the the massive amount of upgrades that some people were expecting. Let's debate the quarterback spot, because that's twice you've mentioned that during this show, and I'm not quite sure you and I are on the same page. You think it's likely that they're going to sign a quarterback, almost like it's expected. I think it's the other way around. We both agree that it could happen. Uh, it's just the extremity of, of, of how we feel about that. You think it's important, and it's going to happen. I don't think it's important, and I think it's a long shot to happen. I can't wait to see how this plays out. And if we get into another quarterback battle, I mean, I'm still reeling from last year's nonsense in terms of two different quarterback competitions involving four total quarterbacks over the course of the entire season. I'm a little bruised and battered about that one myself, and I'm not even a fan. I'm just a guy watching it and covering it and following it. And if I'm a fan, I'm just I'm sick and tired of the circus carousel coming out of the quarterback. Now, that's not a reason why Spencer Danielson and Bush Hamden are going to go out and find or not find a quarterback because of fan angst. I just don't think that this roster needs it. If there's the obvious guy that can make this football team better and come in and almost be um, uh, a close to a lock, and I really mean that, close to a lock to win the starting job, then go ahead and bring him in. But I have a hard time believing that that person exists. They think that Maddox Madsen's going to be healthy and perfectly fine. He can start throwing in the spring a little bit and then be full contact and ready to go in August. They, they have to like Maddox Madsen, and, and I know that there's some other opportunities with this team, but I just don't see bringing in a transfer portal quarterback unless he's an almost automatic lock. It makes no sense to me. It messes with this roster. It messes with that quarterback room, and I, I think we should debate this one a little bit. I can't wait to keep an eye on this one, BJ. Yeah, and I hate to, you know, I hate to – make it seem like I'm speaking negatively about, you know, somebody or, or, or don't think they're good enough. I mean, the, the coaches obviously know way more about these quarterbacks than we do. They're at practice every day. They know, and by no means do I not think that, uh, 
Maddox Madsen is a is a you know bad quarterback, and I think I got that rep of not liking Maddox Madsen because I was so high on Taylor Green. Uh, but it was never anything against Maddox Madsen. I just I, I liked what I saw from Taylor Green in this offense better. And I also, uh, you know, there were times where I thought Maddox Matson got away with some throws that, that were, uh, you know, should have been intercepted and, and almost were. And I thought he, um, you know, was very close to having a different stat line in a couple of those games. Um, I'm just, and, again, and I agree with that. I thoroughly agree with that. And Maddox Madsen is, is not the, 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 the championship answer. I mean, he's a good quarterback. I think he can continue to get better. I think he can run this offense, but he doesn't inspire anybody with greatness, his size and some of the mistakes that he makes. I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you. I'm totally with you on that one. I just don't know if bringing in a transfer portal quarterback is going to trump what we saw from Maddox Madsen this past season. That's fair. And, and if you can't find anybody that's a clear, obvious upgrade, you don't just bring in somebody uh, to, to bring in somebody. I, I'll agree with you on that. I just think that um, uh, based on what I saw from Maddox Madsen, and again, it was a weird, as you said, you know, as Johnny would call Circus McGurkis, uh, bringing guys in different plays, whatever. If you would have just given the reins to, to uh, Maddox Madsen for, for three, four games in a row, what would that have looked like? Maybe you're right. Maybe it looked a lot different, but I just, I personally, for a team that, should have realistic goals, Mike Prater, of making the playoff next year. Like, I think that's a fair – all you have to do is be the top group of five team. It sounds crazy, but, like, there's no reason why Boise State should not be in the mix, at least, in the conversation to be in the, the college football playoff next year. And I'm not sure – and, again, this is, you know, I hate to phrase it like this, but I'm just not sure if those are your goals – that you can get that done with Maddox Madsen at quarterback. And, and maybe you can. And, and again, I think I don't game manager is not a fair word, but I mean, he, you know, I just didn't, you know, and he did some nice things at times. I just think that if, if you have to do due diligence and try to see if there's a, a clear upgrade out there, I mean, is, is uh, Purdy's brother, is he a clear upgrade? I don't know. You know, it'll be his third school um, is, is, you know, and again, I, you know, maybe, maybe they look and as you, you know, Spencer Danielson said it, and you might've even asked the question, like it's gotta be the right fit, gotta be the right guy. And maybe that's what they're looking for. And like I said, maybe maybe I haven't maybe we had an unfair evaluation uh, period of Maddox Madsen just because of how crazy all that stuff was. I just think that's the one position where an, where there could potentially be an upgrade out there. And I think the same goes as CJ Tiller. We saw him play one game on a week's worth of practice. Um, I think they have high hopes for him as well. But is he ready to all of a sudden? compete for the starting spot or be pushing for this. I, I don't know if he, he might still be a year or two away, I, I think as well. Um, so I don't know. I, I look at the team. And I don't see a lot of spots available. I would personally think if you could go get a quarterback that is a, is an upgrade that you, you have to do that. Um, but if you don't do that and you want to just let those guys compete, I mean, they have the freshman coming in a net, but I don't think, I don't think anyone expects him to compete no. right away for the spot. Um, and he won't even be here till the summer. So he's, you know, just scratch him off the list for, for 2024 period. I mean, a lot of, there's a lot of love for Maddox in here. Uh, Maddox is a gamer. Love the fight that he shows. Plenty of QBs in the portal, though, and I trust Bush Hamden. Uh, Bronco Ray it will be Mad Dog. Don't see them bringing in a QB. Bush likes Mad Dog. Where do you, th where do you think Bush Hamden's uh, alliance here with a, with with Mad Dog, uh, you know, plays into this? I think I think Bush is completely comfortable with Mad Dog as his quarterback. I, I really truly do. I mean, one day I would love to sit down and talk to to to, to both these guys and try to figure out. You know who was what? What the alliances were last season? It was. It's really kind of hard to tell. Although you can kind of connect some dots, but you would think that Bush Hamden and Maddox Madsen are are clearly on the same page. Don't forget, you don't have to have a star quarterback because you have a superstar running back, and you got some pretty good weapons. You know, you think that the offensive line should be okay. You, you think the backup running back should be okay. Wide receivers should be much improved from this past season, but 
We thought that last year too. So we'll see how that all shakes out. So I don't think you need a rock star quarterback. Game manager, that's probably not fair. That's probably not exactly what we're looking at because you need Maddox Madsen to pass and you need him to be a difference maker. And he can be that way, but he can also drive you crazy. And and his size will always concern me. I, I you know, I, I don't like to pin you know, I don't like to pigeonhole somebody just based on their size, but that's going to be an issue. It's going to cost Boise State two or three turnovers, a couple of interceptions every single year, just, yeah. just based on that size. And if it comes at the wrong time, that's terrible. But uh, I, I think it's going to be Bush. I think it's going to be Maddox. And I think it's going to be a big-time Ashton Genty show. And I think this offense can carry that. And like I said, Maddox Madsen came to our golf tournament last year. He's, a, by all accounts, a great teammate, loved in the locker room. And I'm sure the Maddox Madsen family is you know, snipping this off to save for, for when he does something strong next year. And it's it's always tough in our business, Mike, because it's not necessarily a negative towards one player. Uh, I just think that maybe there is someone out there that, that's a little bit better that would help this team. But I, I think if they did go into the season with Madsen, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. I just I think from a numbers game, you only will have three scholarship quarterbacks next year. you got to get somebody. I mean, uh, usually you want five scholarship quarterbacks. The way they've had some of these guys transferring out and stuff, you look at just the overall numbers, unless I'm forgetting somebody, they have Tiller, they have Madsen, and they'll have Annette. I mean, they're going to have three scholarship quarterbacks going into the season, one injury, and all of a sudden you're just uh, derailed again. Uh, yep. I think you have to find somebody, at least somebody, I mean, even if it's a Juco guy, somebody. you got to get another quarterback in here somehow, some way. And whether that's a guy that they see you know, to challenge for the starting job or whether or not it's somebody they're fine just being more of a backup camp arm type thing, I don't know. But I think you have to uh, you have to add a quarterback by the start of next season. I don't think you can go in with three scholarship quarterbacks. I, I like the idea. I mean, you're right on in terms of the depth angle. There's no doubt about that. And if he becomes the starter, if he emerges into that situation, that'd be fantastic. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you definitely need at least four scholarship guys. Maybe that fifth guy is a walk-on as you try to pick a, a, a class, every a quarterback for every class. But uh, the, the backup part would be fine. Uh, and maybe you're just honest. Yeah, I'm bringing you in uh, to, to to be a camp arm, to bring some depth to this football team, and, and go ahead and compete for the job. And if you can win the job, more power to you. But uh, Maddox Madsen's our guy. Uh, not that Maddox Madsen is going to change the world of this football team. I think we've all discussed that. We know exactly where Maddox Madsen is. But uh, depth is certainly an issue. I'll give you that one. So as we wrap this up, I mean, you're, you're, it sounds like you are perfectly fine if if the first game next season Maddox Madsen's the starting quarterback. I am. I am. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to say perfectly fine because uh, it's not a perfect situation by any means. Uh, and we all like Maddox Madsen. I don't want to sit here and apologize for for saying that he's not the he's not the savior. He's not the big difference maker. He's not the he, he's not going to be on billboards all summer long like Taylor Green was last year. It's just not going to happen. He's not that kind of a quarterback. Doesn't have that kind of cachet right now. He's got a lot to prove with this football team. Staying healthy, getting better leading this offense consistently, getting an opportunity to be the guy and not giving up the position based on what happened last year. So the quarterback position to me is one of the weaknesses of this football team going into 2024 just because of all the nonsense that happened last year. They've got to shore that up. They've got to tighten that sucker up. I think everywhere else across this offense, the offense is going to be just fine. We'll talk about the defense at a whole other time, BJ. Yeah, and I guess maybe if you put it this way, his ceiling is not as high as we all thought the ceiling was for Taylor Green, but maybe his Fair. floor maybe his floor is a little higher than the floor at times for Taylor Green as well. But uh, uh, yeah, it's, I, I'm, I, I didn't know that was uh, your take on that. I'm, you find something new every day, so we'll we'll see what happens. I, I I personally would like to see them add somebody 
somebody that can challenge him for the starting quarterback spot, but I'm not going to say it's some travesty and they can't, you know, that they're going to not make a bowl game if he's the guy they decide to go with at the start of next season. Sure. So sure. Uh, I'm going to keep this going for a little while, Mike. Got some more commercials to play and some comments in here, but I'll let you roll. You guys got your meeting and your show. What do we got coming up on Idaho Sports Talk today? Oh, we're getting, we're loading up on that FCS championship. We're talking to Ryan Leaf today. We're talking to Brent Pease, the uh, Montana offensive coordinator. We even got uh, Tom Wistersill, the commissioner of the Big Sky Conference. So we're getting after a little bit. Uh, we're, we're, we may do some of those interviews tomorrow. We're going to do some today, but we're loading up on that FCS championship game and, and certainly talking a lot of Boise State basketball, getting ready for that San Jose State game tomorrow night. Looking forward to it, Mike. I will join you guys live from San Jose tomorrow on Idaho Sports Talk. Appreciate you as always. Thanks to JP for getting us on. And uh, we'll be listening 3 to 6 today on Idaho Sports Talk. Hopefully, guys, you're not just watching because of Mike Prater. Hopefully, you'll want to stick around. I'm going to take a quick timeout, 90 seconds. We'll take some more of your comments, your thoughts, keep this thing rolling for a little while longer. Mike Prater, for the last time in a while, I'm uh, blogging for my parents' basement here. We'll be back in <laughs> back in 90 seconds on Bronco Nation News. Bronco Nation News is sponsored by Tommy Alquist and Ball Ventures Alquist, Idaho's premier commercial real estate development company. BVA projects specialize in office, retail, flex, medical, and industrial spaces, located at some of the most strategic and visible locations in the Valley. Need a developer? Looking for new space? Think BVA. At BVA, we are Idaho's developer. The Nicolaisen family and SON management have proudly been operating Taco Bell restaurants in and around the Treasure Valley since 1969. One of the first to make a seven-figure donation to the Lyle Smith Society, they've also stepped up their support at Boise State Athletics with the Taco Bell Men's and Women's Basketball Endowed Scholarships. The Nicolaisen family and SON management have committed at least $310,000 by 2026. Get more information on their financial support at Boise State Athletics and find information on applying to work at Taco Bell at TacoBellWorks.com. Lithia Ford of Boise is a proud supporter of Boise State Athletics and the official car and truck of the Broncos. Lithia Ford of Boise supports Bronco student-athletes through NIL deals, including providing Ford vehicles to Taylor Green and Riley Smith from the football team and Paige Barsh from the volleyball team. Rain's family purchased RF-150 from Lithia Ford. Couldn't be happier with the purchase. Check out the all-electric F-150 Lightning or the electric Mustang Mach-E at Lithia Ford and make sure to check out their full inventory of vehicles at LithiaFordBoise.com. The Blue and Orange Store is the perfect spot to get all your gear for your next Bronco game. The Blue and Orange Store has official Nike apparel, including jerseys, shirts, sweatshirts, jackets, hats, and more. Wear what the Broncos wear and get it at the Blue and Orange Store, the second floor of the Boise Town Square Mall, or get free shipping on a $40 order online at theblueandorangestore.com. All right. Back. Oh, there you go. Forgot to change the uh, the graphic here, so now you're seeing me split. I'll go on this side, I guess, and Mike Prater is... No longer here. Give me a second to uh, update that. Totally forgot about that. Uh, there we go. We're uh, back here. Uh, again, I am uh, working remotely at my uh, parents' house in St. Louis. You can see one of the 40 books or so that my dad uh, wrote. Uh, he wrote Jack Buck's uh, autobiography there and got some other books here that he has written. Uh, wrote one on, uh, let's see what else we got here. We got uh, Tony LaRussa. My dad uh, wrote this one, Rob Rains. There you go. So we got a lot of... Uh, Books that uh, my dad was able to write. We got uh, Whitey Herzog here. What else we got? But I mentioned the Jack Buck book up here. So, uh, yeah, it's a family business. If you weren't uh, aware, I've kind of followed in my dad's footsteps as a uh, sports uh, reporter, sports writer here. And uh, uh, couldn't have had a better role model to, to live up to and look up to uh, all these years. And happy to be spending some time here with my family in St. Louis. But we'll be flying uh, straight to uh, straight to San Jose this afternoon for the uh, basketball game tomorrow. Looking forward to that. Again, we'll have full coverage on the uh, 
Lift the Afforda Boise pregame show around uh, 7.30 Mountain Time. We'll kick it off around 7.30 Mountain Time with Abe Jackson. We'll have the uh, show at uh, 8.30. The, the game broadcast starts at 8.30 on Fox Sports 1. So uh, we are looking forward to getting to San Jose and uh, covering some basketball. But a lot of football talk on the quarterbacks and Mike Prater's thoughts and maybe they're okay with what they have. Uh, I'd be curious if we could get a YouTube poll up. I don't know if I can do it fast enough. Are, are you uh, – okay with what Boise State has at quarterback right now. Um, you know, I, in, let me see if I can try to pull this off, to be honest with you. I don't know if I know how to do a poll or, uh, or not uh, in the next 30 seconds here. I know my wife's good at doing that, but um, let's see here. Start a poll. All right, well, how, let's do this on the fly. How about this? Are you okay going into 2024 with Madsen Tiller? as the QB options and it's uh yes or no. So, uh, all right, let's uh, see if that worked. It should be up there now. Make your vote. Uh, what do you, I guess, uh, are you on Mike Prater's side? They don't need a quarterback. They're perfectly fine with, with what they have, or do, uh, does Boise state need to add somebody, uh, in the transfer portal at quarterback, uh, here moving forward in, uh, 2024, uh, curious your thoughts on that and, and what you think. Um, Sam says, uh, wouldn't be disappointed if we got a transfer uh, guy, but yes. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, get your comments in on that. Uh, you know, I guess yes or no. Do you, do you think Madsen's good enough, or do you want Boise State to go out there and find uh, find that quarterback? Uh, we'll, we'll have to uh, wait and see. While some of the responses are coming in here in the chat, if you're on Facebook or Twitter, we ask you to switch over to YouTube. That's where the poll is. That's where most of our interaction is on the uh, show. We would love for you to switch over uh, if you're watching on Twitter or Facebook in the future to our YouTube channel. Shout out Taco Bell, SON Management, the Nicolason family. Uh, shout out Taco Bell. If you're looking for a new job, tacobellworks.com. Uh, they are uh, hiring and they can give you up to half your wages the very next day after your shift. So if you need some quick cash, Great, great work environment, free food as well. Uh, they're hiring at TacoBellWorks.com, and they do a ton to support Boise State, to hundreds of thousands of dollars in student-athlete scholarships. They donate every year the endowed scholarships for the men's and women's basketball teams, and uh, it's great food, by the way, as well. So great family, great uh, uh, supporters of Boise State and, and Bronco Nation News. We're very appreciative of them. So go return the favor. Go pick up some Taco Bell, one of the Treasure Valley Taco Bell stores. And, again, if you're looking for a job, they're hiring there at Taco Bell Works. Dot com. Okay, still need a QB, at least for depth. Uh, injury purpose would be the only thing. Clint, uh, underrated QB room. Uh, I think they're capable with what they have. Agree, we need another guy for injury. So you guys are, I'm, I'm surprised by this. More people are on board than I would have thought. Um, we look at the poll here so far. Uh, let's see what it's looking like here. We got uh, 27 votes and uh, two-thirds of you say uh, no, uh, you're not okay. And then all the comments are saying yes. So um, we'll, uh, we'll have to see how that shakes out over the next several uh, minutes on the poll. Um, but, uh, and again, it always comes off as, okay, it's something negative towards Maddox Madsen or CJ Tiller. It really isn't. I think both those guys are solid players, but you know, I'm getting paid to give my opinion on things and report things. And I, I, uh, I think with what Boise state has and the potential to go to the playoff, if you could get a clear upgrade at quarterback, I think you have to go do it. And I think that would make this team just that much better if you have a clear, obvious, you know, all Mountain West caliber quarterback to go along with uh, Ashton Genty and these receivers. And again, maybe Maddox Madsen makes a ton of improvement. Maybe it was unfair last year judging him on some of the ways they were being used coming in and out of the games. But I just thought there were some some throws that he made that were not intercepted that nearly were 
And at times, maybe the, the, the you know, he got away with some stuff last year that I'm not sure he would again. Um, and, and we'll see. But I just I think the Fresno State game comes to mind. I'm trying to remember where else where there were a clear, clear couple obvious interceptions that were dropped and things. And I just think that the narrative on, on uh, you know, Maddox Madsen would have been could have been a lot different. Um, but again, he got hurt. We didn't get to see what he could do down the stretch of the season. I really do wonder. Um, I really do wonder after, you know, it's just, a, it is a shame that Maddox Madsen got hurt because after uh, the uh, coaching change happened, I really do wonder what would have happened with the quarterback position. I really wonder if they would have kept the two quarterback system going, if they would have just picked one or the other for the last couple of games of the season. Um, I really do um, wonder what would have happened from that standpoint, if uh, Boise State had had changed coaches and still had both quarterbacks available, we would have really found out, you know, where Bush Hamden uh, sat on these things. We re- would have really found out where, um, you know, uh, Spencer Danielson sat on these things. So, um, you know, I, I, I will never know. And, and I don't know if Bush Hamden will ever say where he where he is on these things. So um, we'll see. I think it's going to be an interesting uh, next couple of weeks. Again, my understanding is Boise State does have some official visitors coming in this weekend. So you may get some transfer portal news at some point uh, over the weekend or early next week. There is still one assistant coaching position Boise State is trying to fill. Uh, my understanding is that, uh, you know, if they can pull off what they're trying to pull off, I think it would be very well received. Uh, amongst the fan base in terms of uh, the final hire uh, for Boise State. So I'll, I'll just uh, I'll just say that um, no, no, nothing is done. They're working on it. It's negotiations. Things are going on. But the, the name that I heard uh, would be a, a name that I think would go would, would go over very well uh, for for you guys watching on the show right now. I'll just say that. So uh, we'll find out what happens again. I am flying all the way to San Jose today. If you're able to Please subscribe. We're trying to get over a thousand subscribers by the end of basketball season. Um, I mentioned our pool party. Hopefully, you guys are making plans. Speaking of Mountain West basketball, we'll have some more details to come. But the, the date and time are set: 10 a.m. till 5 p.m. on, uh, and I guess we're going to say four. Their show, yeah, let's just say 10 to four to make it easy because the game starts at six potentially. 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Friday, March 15th, we'll be in Las Vegas, Circa Resort and Casino. Hopefully, you'll stay there. I have a 15% off link. Again, um, 15% off link to stay at Circa, the D or Golden Gate. Send me an email. Send me a DM on Twitter, and I'll send you the link to the coupon to the to the discounted rate. If you don't want to stay at Circa or the D or you have another hotel or Airbnb already, that's fine. You can get free entry into the stadium swim pool and our private pool party that we're doing on the 15th. They're going to basically give us our own private pool, some cabanas. All the games are going to be on. It's going to be a ton of fun. Please make plans to join us on March 15th, Friday. It's the semifinal Fridays. The game won't start till like 6 p.m. And then uh, you'll have all day to watch games and hang out at the pool with uh, some Boise State fans. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Come uh, hang out, and uh, we'd love to see you guys. And, uh, again, free entry if you RSVP through Circa. And I don't have the link yet. I'll get that for you in the next couple of days. But there'll be a private link you can put in, RSVP. You give them a, an email address and a name and stuff, and then they'll you get free entry into Stadium Swim that day. Normally that's $25, $30 uh, for a cover charge to get in. It's going to be free if you're coming to our party that day. If you're not staying on property, you just have to uh, RSVP in advance. So we will get you those details as soon as we can. And hopefully you will make plans to join us at the world's largest sports outdoor amphitheater. And I am uh, super excited for that. The coaching position they are looking to hire, it is uh, linebackers, but also special teams. You noticed uh, there was no special teams title when they announced uh, 
that Demario Warren was coming back as the cornerbacks coach. So they are looking to hire a special teams coach and a linebackers coach, and that will likely be the same person because they only have one full-time position left. So um, we'll hopefully get some coaching news in the next couple of days. Uh, hopefully going to have uh, some transfer portal news in the next couple of days. But uh, again, if one of you wants to do the homework, I would love it. And, you know, send me an email and I'll give you credit for it. I don't have the time to do it right now, but I do not think that Boise State has a ton of spots left right now to add in the portal. You look at the current expected players to return, the current scholarship players, I think Boise State might already still be over. So if you're expecting five, six transfer portal guys to come in, I don't think that's happening unless some guys are leaving. So we'll see what happens. A lot of football news coming in the next few days. But uh, tomorrow tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Mountain Time, I will be live from San Jose, California. Jay Tust and I will get you set for Boise State basketball. Boise State and San Jose State tomorrow night. Again, I'll be live from San Jose, 9 a.m. Jay Tust and I talking basketball. And then we'll be live from the uh, arena there at 7.30 Mountain Time with the pregame show. Abe Jackson will join me. We'll show you warm-ups. We'll get you set for the game tomorrow night. So anytime the game is uh, happening, about an hour before the game, turn on your smart TV or YouTube app and find us at Bronco Nation News and get live uh, you know, access there courtside. You can see player warm-ups. You get interviews. You get all kinds of great stuff that you're not going to get anywhere else. And as was the case last year, uh, and as the case moving forward here, aside from Bob and Abe, obviously, and, and KTIK, uh, Bronco Nation News is the only local outlet that is traveling on the road with the Broncos this year. So I don't say that to gloat or to brag, but I say that as a fact uh, when you're deciding where to put your money in terms of subscriptions and your dollars and your viewership and stuff. Um, your only chance on the road to, to have someone actually at the game and talking to the players and coaches is obviously Bob and KTIK and, and then uh, Bronco Nation News and myself. So um, it, it is what it is, and hopefully you'll uh, recognize that and uh, subscribe. We'd love to have you. Again, BNN50Deal is the promo code at the bottom of the screen. One-year subscription for $50. We'd love to have you. And, again, we're going to start, and tomorrow's our first day. Tomorrow will be our first day. So you got one more day to jump in and subscribe. Tomorrow will be our first subscriber giveaway. If you are a subscriber of BroncoNationNews.com, we are giving away our first prize tomorrow. And I'm really looking forward to that. Thanks to uh, Cutwater Spirits. And, again, the grand prize will be the trip for two on the private jet going to the uh, game in San Diego to wrap up the regular season. But every Friday for the next couple of weeks leading up to the big, big grand prize giveaway, is going to be uh, some other uh, prizes and gift cards and things on Fridays. We have a uh, smoker, a Cutwater smoker, which will be the giveaway tomorrow, our first one. We're going to give away an awesome Cutwater smoker. It's on tomorrow morning's show, and you have to be a, a paying subscriber of BNN and have access for that, a yearly subscriber. So if you're a monthly subscriber, got to switch over to the yearly option. If you are a yearly option at the $50 or $70 level, you are eligible to win all the prizes. Your name and your email automatically is going to go into a big thing that we'll draw tomorrow on the show and uh, we would love to have uh, love to have you jump in as a yearly subscriber and again every Friday we'll be giving away some really cool prizes uh, culminating with the grand prize a trip for two to the final regular season game in San Diego we thank Ridley's Family Markets Matt Boucher and Boucher Real Estate the Blue and Orange Store and Cutwater Spirits for sponsoring our trip the grand prize you get round trip airfare for two from Boise to San Diego on a private jet you get two tickets to the game, a one-night hotel stay, and more. And uh, we're super excited to be having this uh, contest again. We're going to give it away in early February, about a month away before the game. But every Friday for like the next four Fridays leading up to that, we're going to have uh, other giveaways and uh, subscriber-only things. So if you want in tomorrow, 
Got to subscribe today. BroncoNationNews.com, BNN50 deals, that promo code. We're giving away a Cutwater Smoker, some Taco Bell gift cards, a gift card to the James, some other cool stuff. We'll have about five giveaways uh, tomorrow and then every uh, Friday leading up to the grand prize here in a couple of weeks. So hope you'll subscribe. 50 bucks, BNN50 deals, the promo code for exclusive content and access uh, with Bronco Nation News in addition to having a chance to win some really cool prizes. So appreciate you guys for all checking out the show. Uh, no, I have not read all the books on the shelf behind me. This is my dad's uh, uh, area down here in the basement. He's got a ton of uh, books and things that he is. Uh, he's probably read all of these. I have not. Uh, he has written a lot of these books actually on the shelf over here. Um, but so, yeah, I'm kind of in the back corner of uh, one of the rooms here in my dad's basement. So um, appreciate them for letting us hang out and watching the boys while me and my wife went to Vegas for a couple days and have had a really good uh, last two weeks uh, with family and friends and uh, excited to get back at it now heading to San Jose this afternoon and locking back in on conference play and Boise State basketball here uh, moving forward. Yeah, the Wilt Chamberlain one. Let's see. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt. Um, haven't have not read that one. There's a lot of other ones here. Uh, the basketball man, James Naismith. How about that? That might be a good one to have my son read here as we uh, tell him all about the origin of his name. And we got some other cool, uh, cool books here. We got Joe DiMaggio. What else we got here? The, from the New York Daily News, it looks like a book on Joe DiMaggio. Uh, we got all kinds of books here. So uh, yeah, there's hundreds of books here. And I think my dad probably has read uh, every single one of them here. Um, and, um, that is my goal someday to write a book. So maybe Boise state basketball can win a national championship and I can write a, I can chronicle it with a book or the football team can get into the playoff next year and do something and I can write a book on it. So any, uh, would love to write a book at some point. I think my dad's at 38, 39 books that he's written in his career. So that is a, certainly a lifelong, uh, goal of mine. So again, we're going to wrap it up. Appreciate it. Got to get to the airport. Got a nice four hour uh, flight from St. Louis to San Jose, uh, this afternoon. Looking forward to that. Full coverage, 9 a.m. tomorrow with Jay Tust on Bronco Nation News Live. And, again, if you want in for the contest, tomorrow's our first giveaway. We'll have five items, including a Cutwater Spirit Smoker. Then you have to uh, subscribe. BNN 50 deal is the promo code, 50 bucks for a full year. We'd love to have you. And uh, don't miss tomorrow's show, our first set of giveaways on the show tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. And then full coverage on the pre- and post-game shows courtside in San Jose at the arena tomorrow. The only place we'll uh, see live coverage pre- and post-game uh, on uh, YouTube there is Bronco Nation News. You can obviously listen to uh, Abe and Bob as well, 670 KBOI. They'll have the pre-game show, I believe, at 8 o'clock and the game broadcast at 8.30 uh, tomorrow on the radio side as well. So uh, looking forward to getting out to San Jose and uh, getting conference play rolling for Boise State. Going to be a, a fun, busy, uh, intense couple of months and excited to bring you the coverage every step of the way at Bronco Nation News and bronconationnews.com. So make sure you're subscribing on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and all of our social media outlets and tell your friends. And again, if you can help us out with a $50 subscription, we'd love to have you. And don't forget tonight, 8 p.m., Ball Talk, Mike Sanford, John Mallory, 8 p.m. tonight. Come back at 8 p.m. tonight, free show on YouTube, and uh, they'll wrap up the Boise State football season. They'll talk about those crazy semifinal games the other day, and they'll get you set for the national championship, Michigan and Washington, Monday night's game. So don't miss the season-ending, season one wrap-up episode of Ball Talk. John Mallory, Mike Sanford, tonight at 8 o'clock right here on Bronco Nation News. So thanks a lot, guys. I'll talk to you tomorrow from San Jose. They'll talk to you at 8 o'clock tonight with Ball Talk, and I appreciate you guys. Have a great rest of your day. If any news breaks, coaching, transfer portal, where else? You know where to go get the latest, bronconationnews.com. We'll talk to you guys from San Jose. Have a good rest of your Thursday.